Hello and welcome to or welcome back to the Fun Filtered Podcast. I'm Sam and I'm joined as egregiously ever by Jordan. Hello. Uh, do you want to hear a joke, Jordan? Oh, go on. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hello. It's Eddie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right. Coming up. Yeah. I recount my best man experience, which leads to a general nuptial matter. We performance check, and I was fed that term, Dungeons and Dragons honour among thieves. I introduce a sexy new segment to the podcast. And we bid farewell with the farewell bid that is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Also, taking the opportunity to cut in here, it is I, Jordan, from the time of the editing, not from the time of the podcast recording. And I come to you with a disclaimer. Yes, it wasn't just Eddie that made it back for episode 69. Recording issues made their unwelcome return as well. It wasn't until we finished recording the episode, unfortunately, that we realised that for about a third of the runtime, there was this very low but very intrusive humming on my microphone. Thankfully, I think I was able to mix out this humming for the most part. If you've got a good sound system, you might pick it up every now and again, but I think just for the naked ear, the audio is way better than it was when we recorded it. Um, The unfortunate payoff is that my mix is going to sound slightly different to Sam and Eddie. Thankfully, I don't think this significantly ruins the listening experience of the episodes, uh, which is just as well because it took us weeks to actually wrangle everybody and get them together to do a recording. So this is the only version of episode 69 that we're going to be doing. So without further ado, please enjoy episode 69 of the Fun Filtered Podcast. You alright? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright, Ed? Yes. How's it going? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Episode 69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all said. Yeah. How long have we said? Not to the audience. Have we, have we ever promised the audience that Eddie would be back for 69 or... I I feel like we might have said I might be back. Okay. When we did did 60. (laughs) But yeah, we knew, but we might have not been taking bets. Okay. Kept it as a surprise. Yeah. Okay. Why are you you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, Just like put you on the spot. Yeah, no, this is um, the 69th episode, but we've got nothing uh, befitting the occasion prepared. Befitting the occasion. It's just, it's yeah. just episode 69. The number makes me laugh. Juvenile. So, so um, I wanted, I'm a child. I should stipulate, I wanted to get Eddie back for the 70th episode. Yeah, and I said... I like, no. I said no. 69. Because that's funnier. Okay. <laughs> See, but now the laughter's stopped. Yeah. Now you're just here I'm, for the next couple of It's fine. I'm, yeah. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So what, what did no. you come to tell us about? What did I come to tell you about? Yeah. Oh, fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you come for then? I don't know. God, I came to do an episode. Potentially the last one I do before I move. Yeah. That's so. thing, isn't it? Yeah. We are yeah. drinking wine. We are drinking wine. <laughs> which is... Uh... We're hoping that will become the content. Somehow <laughs> it will yield the content. Yes. Yeah. Well, it has yielded content. Yeah. Before. Um, yeah. Stuff. Stuff, stuff, stuff. Okay. It's been a while since we've done this kind of freeform mm. thing. Yeah. You know? This is kind of a throwback to the early episodes, which, by our current recording standards, approach unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to say, no, 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 they're not, they're not at all unlistenable. People should go back and In listen to them. In fact, you can them. listen to them right, right now. now. On yeah. all major plod- podcast platforms. On what? All major podcasts. The podcast. Was that Freudian slept? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, on all major shit. I mean... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> all major cockcasts. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time since we've sat down and kind of... Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're just going to talk. Mm. 
we've stuck to a fairly rigid list of topics mm. for a while for the introduction of a rogue boilet. Yes. A bit of a fly in the ointment. So yeah, come on, tell us what's uh, what we've been getting up to on your travails. What have I been getting up to on my travails? Yeah. As you say, I mean, since I've last been on... Yeah. Which I was, was I would, Well, it was episode 60. You'd have to tell me when Episode that's... 60. Three years ago. Yeah, that was probably, yeah. <laughs> As I say, because the things I feel like I've done since then is get a new tattoo, go on holiday, and be at my mate's wedding. Okay. And decide to be a best man at your mate's wedding. I was a best man at my mate's Do wedding. Do you uh, still have your speech? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. Uh, uh, read, read, read the speech. Um, yeah. Let me see. You'll have to give me a sec. Okay. Um, I'm just very intrigued because, I mean, how did uh, it actually go? Like, not this. You write the speech. Okay, I've got the written yeah. thing. Is like is God. Yeah. Now you have to perform it. Oh yeah, it went down very well. Yeah. Like it was. Bearing, bearing in mind, I did college for two years of doing acting and performing and, like... Yeah, but we won't hold that against you. How did it go? <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd think I would be comfortable. And then the more I was sat at the table, bearing in mind it was about 28 degrees heat and I'm in a, mm. you know, three-piece suit. Mm. Uh, I was getting more and more nervous as it went on. And then I got up, they gave me the microphone, and I was absolutely fine. Fair. We had um, the tax to fall back on. Yes, I had it on a piece of paper in yeah. front of me. Um, oh, you read? You actually physically read it? Yeah, we. So did I, you riff at all? Uh, the the only real improvised little bit about it. The dance wasn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, no, there, there's a bit where <laughs> I, I shout the bride. I yeah. was like, this is completely unplanned. <laughs> this is off. <awful. laughs> it wasn't that kind of wedding. Okay. Um, no, uh, there's a. It's like a little riff of the fact that. Um, my mum refused to give me alcohol at a house party when I was 16, but I hadn't included the, like, how old I oh, was. Right, okay. And so I said it, and then at the end I kind of just looked down at the paper and went, because I was 16, and that bit got the laugh. I see, okay. Um, so yeah, like, it went well, people laughed at the right points. Did you have it written, written, or was it bullet points and you knew what you no, were going to no, say? No, ri- no, written, written. It was written, written. written, written. Okay. Yeah, it was 107 drafts. Jesus Christ. I, I started, <laughs> well, no, I so I started writing it like the day after my sister's wedding right. last year, mm-hmm. purely because uh, I quite liked the best man speech mm-hmm. from her wedding. So I was like, I'll remember the bits he's done and I'll start doing it. Mm. And then I would start like writing bits of it and I would like do enough for a, a, ba- a vague draft and hate it. So I would then go, no, mm. draft two. Mm. And I would do that. And I did that a lot. You make me feel bad. A friend of ours is getting married. <laughs> Yeah, this is the thing. And, like, it's it's yeah. we're sort of we are hitting that point now. Yeah, where we? people are getting married. Yeah, and like the best man thing is something we have to start genuinely yeah. worrying about. And I have yes. to write a best man speech. Yeah, and I will. You not... are a better writer than I am. So I don't know how to respond to that on a podcast. Um, but thank you. So you will be <laughs> I, fine. <laughs> but I know I'm not going to do a hundred drafts. No, but I'd be surprised if there are two. No, please. I hope don't. you're not years <laughs> listening. <Yeah. laughs> no, no, you'll be fine. Okay, all right, fine. Didn't alienate anybody with the... You didn't call, like, the mother-in-law cunt or anything? No, no, I... No, the, so, my mate Jake, mm. who, you'll see... You haven't met, but you... Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we know, you know him. Yeah. He's, like, the one of us that has the what happens in Kavos story, really. Right. Um. So, there's a bit about us being in Kavos, mm-hmm. and I make the point that, you know, Sean is the sensible one and didn't mm-hmm. have that. And I just went, unlike some of us in the room, and looked at him and... He just got varying amounts of death stares. Did you embarrass your friend as you should be doing with a best man speech? It's not like no, you embarrassed no. a different friend. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, I embarrassed the other friend a little bit more. Sean is like 
he's the he is the more sensible one of us. Mm. So it you have like to dig for the gold then. So no, but it was like highlighting different bits of him, like like of his character, rather than taking the piss too much, right? And then taking the piss out of Sean, yeah, uh, out of Jake. That's an angle, isn't it, to the speech? Where it's like you're trying to embarrass the Mm, room, but he's so damn sensible. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like... God, dude, this marriage is going to be so sensible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it wasn't a... Like, it it had its funny bits, but if you wanted the, like, really ha-ha taking the mick, the father of the bride did probably more of that. But he is proper, like, Yorkshire dad. Took the mick out of your friend. No, well, I mean, he took a little bit, Mick out of him a little bit, but like he took the Mick probably the most. Right. He took okay. the Mick out of his own, not the bride, his own other daughter. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, which was quite amusing because mm-hmm. he semi suggested that. She was a slut. <laughs> a little bit. Um, but also that Laura, the one getting married, mm. is his favourite child and that she should I know see. it. Right. <laughs> um, okay. But no, but it, yeah, it, it went fine. They laughed at the right bit, so I was I was happy with that. And the day went well. Nothing went wrong. Like, the worst thing that happened was that a bar lost power. And so that we were... You've got all these people at a wedding going, well, how am I going to get a drink? Yeah, the bar you're at, right? Yeah, Not yeah. a bar. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 no. So it's like it was like a manor place. So where they actually get married and stuff, that's like one building. The Greasy and Frog then... Inn in yeah. California has gone down. <laughs> well, the oh, state's ruined. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, the bar, like, something went in the electrics or something and everything went down, the fridges went right. off and they were like, yeah, sorry, we can't. That's what happened. They moved us across very quickly when they weren't... So obviously the main thing's meant to be in a whole mm. different building and they moved us across very quickly, opened up one of the other bars on the other side okay. and sort of shoved us in there, thankfully in a room full of air conditioning. Right. Which was a godsend at that point. Did you get smashed? Uh, I, I Smashed, not necessarily... It's probably the drunkest I've been, other than the stag do, and us going out. Okay, like the, the like <laughs> like the random night yes. out. You the ran- yeah. the <laughs> random the random night out. More, yeah. The random night out that me. <laughs> well, no, you. I mean, you, oh, so you were one. you were on the you were there. Jacob was there. Oh, barely, um, mate. Fucking okay. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. They but, didn't go out. But yeah, obviously that was like. I mean, it's the first time I went to. I'd been to Metro in four years. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was a big night. Mm. Um, but other than those two, mm-hmm. this was probably the most I've drunk in a while. Okay. Fair. Okay. Right. So do you have your speech? Right. I don't, I don't want to... Because it's going to mean nothing to nobody. No. Let me... It's it's not on this No, bit, it'll, be, so. it'll mean nothing to everybody. Mm. I want to get a sense of how you delivered it. I want you to pretend like you're oh, back there. I want you, to know what it was like. You prick. That's um, uh, Oh, Christ. Um... Uh, it wasn't like this, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to laugh because it's you. Yeah. I, it was full of people I didn't really know. Okay, um, the best man speech. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah no because obviously like obviously I was thanking the father of bride for fo- and like following. Up. So I did a literally like thank you Hugh. I will do my best to follow that kind of thing. Um, and it's like for those of you that don't know me or that met me earlier on in the bar but may have gen- already forgotten. <laughs> Suck a dick. <laughs> Um, is that the bar that broke or the one we were moved to I don't understand what you mean I'm so glad you two weren't there start again (laughs) Um, no 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 open up Caltex and start again write a new one no the wedding's I'm not writing I'm not writing the next draft go on Um, 
Did you, sorry, did you ever print it out or do you read it off your phone? Print yeah. it out. Because you've yeah. got to keep that as like a memento, right? Like yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's in my room. Okay. Um, yes, no, because I had to go to Sheffield to go and get it printed off because I didn't get to chance. <laughs> so, oh no, okay. <laughs> no, so obviously I didn't get a chance to they, print they, it off. They're funneling all the electricity into all of these bars so. that keep breaking down. No, so I, I finished the draft the Friday... The wedding was on the Sunday. Right. And by the time I finished... there was a single printer in the country. No, no. So by the time I finished, it was too late in the evening and I was leaving early Saturday. Right. um, To go up to the place we were staying at. So I then obviously got there, but there was nowhere around for me to print it and the place weren't going to print the speech for me. Mm. So I had to... I was... Well, technically, I was going to go to Sheffield anyway to pick up my... One of the other groomsmen's braces that we had to wear. But yeah, I ended up having to go and get this printed off whilst whilst I was there, so that I actually had a physical copy. Otherwise, I would have been reading it from my iPad. Tempted to write like a John Cooper Clark style poem called "The Last Printer in England." <laughs> <laughs> this looks terrible. Yeah. Oh, that okay. Would, that would be quite good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. No, there's something to um, that. Yeah. It's, it's like how times change or some shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Carry on. Okay. Right. Um, okay, so for those of you that don't know me or those that met me at the bar earlier but may have already forgotten, I'm Eddie, I'm Sean's best man, I'm the semi-sensible one of the groomsmen, generally speaking. Um, I was initially surprised when Sean asked me to be his best man, flattered of course, and under the impression... This is how you did it? Yeah, but like... Yeah, slightly, dude, slightly... I want you to perform it, Eddie. I want to hear how That's you That's all we it. have, because like, yeah, what yeah. you're saying means nothing to us. All we have is how you're saying it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I just kind of like... This is it kind of... Okay, it, right, okay. You know... So yeah, uh, 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 <laughs> heckle. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, Hello, I'm Eddie. I'm the best man. Okay. Blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. <Right. laughs> <laughs> okay, I was initially surprised when Sean asked me to be his best man. Flattered, of course, yeah. and under the impression. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Under the impression it was likely for my ability to be hyper-organised. Uh, that was until I remembered I was the one of uh, the Chosen Grooms. Um, until I realised who the Chosen Groomsmen were for today, I remember that John is the one of us that knows where all the skeletons are buried, <laughs> and that Sean would have likely forgotten he was best man until yesterday when he couldn't remember why he'd booked the time off. That is, a, that is a look quite like Sean. Oh, it is, yeah. as far as we know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Yeah, It's the Sean. only information I have about him. So. Well, he got married, I know that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. yeah Sean got married, Jake's a bit useless. That's kind yeah. of all you need to okay, carry know. On. And then John What's knows. the highlight chunk of the... The highlight. Oh, yeah, what's out. the bit that I'm clipping to go on Facebook, Eddie? <laughs> Just none of it. <laughs> I don't think you either listen to the podcast, right? Like when you're on it or not. No. Okay, fine. If you are listening, we're not taking the piss out of you or your day. We're just putting Eddie in the spotlight. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> this is your punishment for, for not being here for three years and coming back with nothing to talk about. <laughs> well, look, I was expecting a bit of structure. <laughs> there no was structure the last time I, I came here. on here. Carry on. Yeah. What's the, yeah, like the highlight chunk? I, 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 do, I don't know is the answer. Like, what got the biggest laugh? What line got um, the biggest laugh? I mean, it's, it's pro- the Kavos bit when I've made the piss out of Jake a little bit, but... Okay. Which is me, literally is just me going unlike some in the room. Did you shag a bridesmaid? I did not shag. What? I did not shag a bridesmaid. (laughs) (laughs) The sentence just ended. I did not shag a a (laughs) bridesmaid. No, no, no. no. There was was no funny business. Um, 
No, it's it's, it's one. Of, it was, was a wedding speech either. From no, me. shut oh, the fuck on, up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was one of the. Oh, I don't agree with that. That was harsh. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no! Like a lot of, well, most of the people that were in relationships. So right, right, okay. You weren't getting any they of. They all the... are now. I understand. Yeah, no. Yeah. Things we're going over to Belgium, so there's that added like exotica to it. Yeah. There better be. But no, they'll still be like, oh, I this know. is my boyfriend. We have been dating since we were five, and it's like, I know. What am I supposed mm. to do with this? I know. What yeah. would you have done if that wasn't the case, Sean? Let's be honest. But they haven't been dating since yeah, they were yeah, five. Yeah. yeah. Well, when were they been dating? No, they're not dating. This person. You're no, but this is the problem: is that they all are. But let's say they're not. You meet yeah. someone who's not. Right. What, yeah. what are you going to do? You meet someone that's single, what do you do? Well, it just depends. Are they a man or a woman? A woman that you find attractive. Okay. Yeah, go on. Well, nothing, obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are not worthy. But the point is, <laughs> yeah. it's annoying that you can't even, like... Oh, it's just there's just no opportunity. No, I know. No. But that's the thing. Like building up, you know, we're excited for this thing. It's going to be a lovely day and everything. But like part of it is that like you're entering the unknown. Like, ooh, okay, mm. going over somewhere, you know, foreign. What's you know, what's the what's what's the word? What's the talent like? You know, <laughs> no. friends. Sample friend, I'll behave myself. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. like yeah, a lot of pastries and I say such. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pastries and pussies. Yeah. So is it, 69, yeah. Go on. Um, do you, I was going to say, do you know if it's like in the centre of like Belgium or... It's in Bruges. And like, but is it like in the city centre or... Oh, no. No no idea. Okay. No sense of the geography. Yeah, because I was yeah. say, like the one thing obviously... It's we, four months away. We haven't like done anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. This is, this is one of those like, you do the night before things, right? Yeah. You know, you write... The oh, that's man's speech. Yeah, I'm You gonna, write the speech... I'm going to cram for it like it's an exam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All joking aside, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't, I just can't. No, I will, I, friend. I will write something. <laughs> yeah. It's just gonna be good. But at the same time, yeah, there's gotta be an element of. I get what you mean. Like, I, I would need that like thing to fall back on, but yeah. I wouldn't want it to be too written. There's gotta be no. like an element of I'm just kind of riffing and. Yeah. No. Like, again, no, no I'm yeah. genuinely no shame <laughs> to you now, but like yeah. I, whatever I wrote, whether it was something that was like clearly very written or something that was a bit looser, I couldn't be seen to be reading it. Yeah. Like, whatever I wrote, I'd have to know it. I'd have to just be no. able to say it. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll learn it. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll try and learn it. I'll have it there. Yeah. I'll try and yeah. learn it. But I think you you can read it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Depending on what you do with it. Well, I was going to say, because the one thing I did was I had it, so I had it obviously printed off, but I'd done it enough times to pick up on some of it. So yeah. obviously you're not just looking at it. You're looking yeah. up at points, which that does make it better that engages a bit more yeah, yeah trying yeah. to look around we only had like four tables mm-hmm. to really look around other than the top two so that sort of worked because um, you just pitch a little bit on each table and I thankfully knew someone on each of them did you have a microphone so yes but it was it was like a little like I, I don't think oh, it was connected like a, to anything. Like a clip-on mic was there that you just held. Kind of, but like right. it, it was like it had one of the I can't think what the thing's called that usually goes around like these kind of mics, like a dead cat. Thing. Yeah, kind of yeah, had like yeah. one of those just plonked onto like this rectangle mm. right. that was like obviously plugged in somewhere. Right, right, right. But I you, I wouldn't have been able to tell it was on. But obviously people you could tell people were yeah. louder because of thing, it. It is the wedding week. It's four months away. We yeah. don't know what it's going to look like. What you know. Ideally, I would like a microphone with no lead. Yeah. I yeah. want to be yeah, able. So, I want to be yeah, given my yeah, phone right. and go right. Okay, let's get the yeah. show on the road and yeah. just start yeah. walking. Yeah, like yeah no, because my, my yeah. yeah my sister's wedding was no lead. Okay, and that worked. Yeah, um, it's like the um, 
Bill Burr thing, like when he's wearing a suit. He's like, I know what they mean. Like, as a white guy, like, I put on a suit. I want to take over some shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As soon as you got that microphone in your hands, you're like, right, this room is mine. Oh, now. it does. Mm. Yeah, like, just even doing karaoke in, like, a big open space, you get given a mic and you're like, okay, I have power now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what kind of suits you're wearing or anything like that? Top hats. No okay, that's Top cool. hats. Uh, I've seen the suit. I, yeah. I, I don't have the language to describe. Does have waistcoat or... Can you remember? I don't know. I yeah, I've seen it, but I don't have yeah. the facility to. Yeah. to he's he's okay. not doing groomsmen, so it's literally just Sam is best yeah. man. I'm just a guest at the wedding. Oh, okay, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> oh, okay, no, no, no. That's um. Yeah. I mean, I'd already because yeah. like we were yeah. surprised that it wasn't one of his brothers yes. that was chosen. So yes. I was already like, I'm nowhere near the top of the list for best man. Yeah. So I was fine with that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we like we've seen a couple of things at the potential suits, the venue. Yeah, massive so, it's, cinematic. You know cathedral. the. Um, where they had the king's coronation. Yes. It looks like that, basically. It's it's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, it's like if you were scouting <laughs> locations for a cinematic-looking cathedral, yeah, you'd yeah, film yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, it's going to be nice. Yeah, though. they're going for it. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. No, I mean, I was going to say, I assume you're mainly involved by probably helping those, but the stag do, will yeah, be, yeah, yeah. that will be a lot of fun. Whatever you do. It'll be in London. That's yeah. all, so far all that I know. And I know yeah. the guest list. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. London and alcohol, you can't really go too far wrong. Except losing all your money. Well, yeah, but that's... Spending <laughs> all your money. Yeah, if you yeah. don't spend, spend money on a stag, do it. Oh, that, of course. That's yeah, yeah. gone wrong. No, of course, yeah. Um, anyway, is this of interest to anybody listening? I don't know. I, I mean, mean we have one listener, and it pertains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're doing, like, uber-specialised content. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is his episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, whoever the next... We, maybe we can hold a competition. The next subscriber, the next episode is all about them. It's the okay. wonderful irony that on episode I need to 69. Unsubscribe and then resubscribe. <laughs> on episode 69, we end up talking about marriage more than anything else. <laughs> it is weird, though, because it's like it's such a specific ritual mm. that like you all have to go through, like the, the best man speech. and Yeah, I like it. Like though, the, the I, I like the stag do and all that. Yeah. I like you're walking into a formally agreed upon thing. Yeah. I like that. I get you could choose to like break the mold and do your own thing, which I think it, if I was a bit younger. That temptation would be there to like, oh, like fuck the tradition. Mm. I'll do something not like that. Oh yeah, like but you yeah, know, just part of you as a man. It's like right, I'm gonna kind of the most creative stag. This could be the mm. best thing ever. Yeah. yeah, and now yeah, like a stag is something different. But for the actual wedding, mm. it's like no, I want to tick all the boxes. You thank yeah. the bride's father. You yeah. do this. You do that. You know. Yeah. And then, until you, it's just left with you and the speech. And then you can, yeah. you know, play around. Because it really is one of those things where, yeah, it's like, it's not something that you ever rehearse or prepare for. No. You can seek advice from people, as we yeah. seem to have done from you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'll be coming to you quite a bit. To oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just like, you don't prepare for it, and one day you just have to do it, and mm. in most cases, you only get that one... Like, you don't, you don't get to have another shot of it. I suppose the Whatever closest... you do, yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. The closest you can come, I suppose, is getting a group of people together that know mm, the groom yeah. and do like a cold read yeah. and see how they respond. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do that. There's mm. no way I'm going up there with nobody having seen mm. that. Yeah, no, there no. is a beauty to that. I don't know. Like, going no, up, like what, I don't even show you. Do you know what no, I mean? No, like, I just, what, what you would have to do yeah. if you're depending on the formula you're following yeah. is write a speech. Yes. Deliver that speech to us. Mm. And then as soon as you get the microphone in your hand throw away the speech. Yes. And you deliver a completely different speech. Yeah. I I don't want to, like, hoodwink you. That's not, that's not, that's not like a big game I'm playing. Ah, okay. you thought, you know. 
No, there's something intriguing about showing nobody. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I might do that. Yeah. But I might, probably won't. But I might do that. Um, That's what these four months are going to be now. Like, yeah. Oh, should we do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it anyway. Okay. Should we just get to a review? Oh, yeah, we can jump to a review yeah. if yeah. you want. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we tasked Eddie with watching the films that we're going to review. Yep. Would you have otherwise watched them? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> no, no. Sorry. Really? Okay. Um, no, it, uh, potentially, like, particularly, so I'm, I, uh, which one are we doing first? Oh, uh, we're going to do Dungeons and Dragons first. Okay. Yeah, this I probably wouldn't have got to mm. unless you'd said, yes, watch it. Because mm-hmm. although the reviews weren't necessarily, like, bad, mm-hmm. my experience of playing Dungeons and Dragons... Oh, yeah, you play it as well, didn't you? Well, no, I played it once. Oh, right. Yeah, um, okay. I played it once, had a seizure, never played it again. <laughs> Worked it off. Um, yeah. yeah, just didn't get into it for some reason. Mm. Um, well, the seizure probably, like, yeah. killed the vibe a bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, Do they think you're in character? Yeah. I, do you know what? If it wasn't for the... F- like, Did someone cast shopping, shopping grasp on you? You're like, oh, you really get into it. Oh, okay. <laughs> the insidery terms, pirouankers. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, no, I think they, I mean, they know, they knew me well enough. They'd seen me have them before two of the people there. So, right, okay. Ah, um, oh, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, just make sure he doesn't fall on the floor. Okay. And that was, that was kind of it. And then okay. that was, but that, it did KO the entire evening, obviously. Mm. Like, and you had some that serious. Knockout. That's not a Dungeons and Dragons term, is it's it? It's not. No, okay. Um, Eddie, you're off brand. You're, you're, you're off theme. <laughs> Boxing and Dungeons and Dragons could not be more diametrically opposed. <laughs> so yeah, um, but no, but like TPK. we had, uh, yeah, TPK. What's that? Total bastard. Total party knockout. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, TPK. Okay. See, TPK the evening. TPK the evening. Yeah. But yeah, like we had people who like they play it like properly and like yeah, it was like a big deal that this was like the start of a yeah thing, and then I just rocked up barely giving a shit and <laughs> had a seizure. It's like hi. Yes. Haven't spoken to them since. Okay. Um, Jordan's history with the game is, of course, uh, scoffing it at it and rolling his eyes at the idea for years and years and years <laughs> and years. And now is an avid player and buys shit to do with it. Like, I bought it? A you buy like dice. I was going to say, how many sets yeah. of dice do you have? Well, one set of dice. Okay. I bought one set of dice. Okay, I've just got rid of the. I've just got rid of the dice We're that I did have the other day about you buying something else, something else to do with it. Was you that? designed something or. We were in a shop and you were telling me about you. Oh no, I was just, I was just like character portraits. I found like an AI, an oh, AI website. Yeah, you sort sort out an AI that could design your character in Dungeons and Dragons. I sorted out. I just typed in like AI generated. Oh, that's seeking it out. You can get AI for everything now, though. Yeah, you still got to seek it out. Haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I love that nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So my yeah, that was my thing with it. Was um, I went to see it with the people that I play it with. Mm. Um, and they kind of extended <laughs> group. Sam, of course, is not. Uh... Can you not do that when I'm taking a <laughs> sip of no, wine? I, what, what happened there was I pictured myself as Homer at the back of the cinema, <laughs> shouting at you and your friends. <laughs> Jordan, is that, is that your best friend? Yeah. <laughs> just, he's, he's a dick, yeah. yeah he'll, he'll tire himself out, it's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that was my, because I went to the, the cinema to see it with people. I, I don't know how... I'd like to think that it didn't really affect my opinion of the film that much. Mm. But for the longest time, it sort of became and has remained my favourite film of the year so far. 
I think that's more of a reflection of the year that we've had with films. Yeah. This well, month, yeah. we seem to be getting some like strong contenders <clears throat> again. Well, yeah, I'll just throw it in, because it's not a film that we're going to review. Um, did Are You There, Got It To Me, Margaret, not top it? Uh, that's like making a strong case yeah, for itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, are, there is going to be... There's a film we're going to review next week, I assume, that's also... Strong oh yes, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and just this month in general, we've got like Asteroid City. There's stuff coming up soon. I Barbie. so, Barbie. so hopeful for Asteroid City. Yeah. I you know really... what? The reviews are middling. I know. They're like, it's high 60s, 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like French Dispatch, kind of. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, it'll be it'll be good. Like It'll be fine, but yeah. it won't be Grand Budapest. But I was really hoping for it, because Desert. Yeah. Like Anderson yeah, in the so, Desert. So and, unique, like, like, yeah. and him doing sci-fi. Like, what does that look like? And yeah. Well, no, we're not passing judgment, but it's the shame. At the moment, it looks like it's kind of along the same yeah. axis as that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah but yeah, that was that's just what I said. Is yeah, yeah. I was uh, with that group of people. They all enjoyed it, and I mean, we're talking about people who are probably as experienced as me with the mm-hmm. game. When they've only kind of got into it in the past like year, and then there's people in that group who are avid, like they have an encyclopedic knowledge, been playing it for years, and everyone seemed to really enjoy it. And I, yeah, I did as well. Like, I wouldn't call it like a great film, but it's it's from the people who made Game Nights, and I think yeah. that our opinion of Game Nights has always been Sam that it's like a lowest common denominator entertainment, but like done really well. It, yeah, Is that it, the Jason Bateman. Yeah, Jason. Bateman. Okay, it's, yeah, I like that. It's kind of I would describe Knives Out and Glass Onion as the best superficial films out there. Mm. In that, it's really the entertainment. They're not really, you know. There's no depth. Yeah, there are themes, and it's they're very well written, but they're meant to. They're murder mysteries. They're meant to just entertain you, like yeah. who done it. Game that isn't on that level, but as far as like broad kind of American comedies go, it's the best of those. Mm. It's like the top of those. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same people that did this. So like, I had kind of. I mean, I have no interest in Dungeons and Dragons, but I don't think most films now the, the creators would say you don't have to like the thing yeah. to like the film Yeah. so I was kind of hoping it's not going to matter mm. there'll be inside jokes I won't get but it'll just be an entertaining yeah. romp or, you know. and I mean on the poster as well I think the tagline for the film in general but definitely on the poster was no experience needed Yeah. so that's like I think that makes the, the intention very clear yeah. so this is something that we just want everyone to be able to I think it, it deserves some protraction though it should be no experience needed but it helps yeah. Because I think there's a lot of stuff in the film. There is a lot of stuff, but at the same time, it, it does feel like it, it does away with a lot of the minutiae mm. that I think would tangle up a lot of people that are not familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. Like the characters that they do use. Um, what's the name of the the, the, the the red-haired woman that's in it? I don't know, the character. Sophia no, the, Lillis is yeah, the actress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She plays a druid archetype, mm-hmm. which um, is an archetype that I've played before. Right. And they kind of, like, they do a very, like, watered-down version of that. So, obviously, druids, usually, they're kind of very um, magic-focused, and they can turn into animals as well, right. like, on on occasion. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the film, she's not really... She doesn't really cast spells and do magic, yeah. but she turns into animals constantly. Yes. So, it's like they've diluted it down to one defining trait, um, just to make it a bit more digestible. Okay. And there are some classes, as well, that have a bit more complexity to them, like monks... I think mm-hmm. where there's like all of this extra stuff you kind of have to learn mm-hmm. that they're just not in the film they're not represented right. so it does feel like they've looked at like they've taken the easy to understand stuff but they've kind of diluted down a bit further so it's not like it's certainly not the type of film where it's like oh an uber D&D fan mm-hmm. who's like anal about details they're not gonna 
it's not for them. Yeah, they're probably not going to like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least they need to kind of temper their, their expectation going in because it is. It's at the end of the day, it's it's a it's a comedy heist film. Yeah, and is it I worth doing expecting. the plot? Is it worth? Yeah, yeah. Because okay. that was something I wasn't expecting going in. Is that it was going to be comedic? I thought it was just going to be like an action film, like yeah. a middle tier action film. But it does try to be funny as well. Yeah. So Chris Pine is the main character. Mm-hmm. Michelle Rodriguez is the secondary mm-hmm. main. It's like those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is. We meet them in prison at the beginning of the film, and you kind of find out that he had a family. And he was trying to live an honest life, but he ended up getting turned, uh, like he ended up thieving mm-hmm. uh, to make ends meet. And that kind of led to the death of his wife. And he was kind of, in order to sort of help bring her back from the dead, some people, including Hugh Grant. Grant. And who is the wizard woman? Oh, God, I, d- I don't know. That's interesting. That yeah. like Essentially, the main villain of the film is just this person that's yeah. I've not really seen before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like, oh, if you come on this heist with us, then there's like this thing that can bring your wife back from the dead. And he's like, oh, cool, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. But they get tricked and they get trapped there and they get thrown in prison. Reunites with his daughter after escaping from prison a couple of years later. Turns out that Hugh Grant has kind of like kept her. He's like adopted dick. her. Yeah, yeah, adopted her. He's a dick. Yeah, yeah. and he's um, distorted her um, the story of his father to her. So it's like, oh, he kind of left for selfish reasons and he abandoned you, whereas I am you know, honest, lovable Hugh mm-hmm. Grant. I would never do such a thing. So the film is then putting together a team to kind of break into the city for a reason. It's, me, it's been me. a little while yeah, since yeah. we watched it. Um, but <laughs> little, yeah, they get, kicked out, they, kicked out, mm. they get kicked out of the city, but they're going to be hosting some sort of event or something. Yeah. They suspect is... Um, oh, I, I, I don't know. We got on that. Yeah. yeah. It's a heist movie. They have to break yeah. back into yeah. the city. Things go wrong. Things there's a big evil plan. It's yeah, it's a heist movie with like several of the archetypes of D and D and the film really tries to kinda of hone in on the problem solving aspect of D and D. Yeah. Where you're trapped in a situation and you need to use your wits. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And imp- improvisational skills. Which I would say is, is is one of the film's strengths. Again, kind of going and expecting like a middling action film. I thought it was just gonna be Oh look, here's the destructive spells and kind of the powerful weapons of D&D mm-hmm. it's just going to be that mm-hmm. it's going to be characters like throwing explosions and hitting things with swords and it's it's not that it, there's like some actually like clever uses of their abilities like when they're yeah. kind of robbing the wagon as it's on the move and they've only got like a limited range yes before the portals close they mm-hmm. have to kind of do it all quickly and it's kind of a, I can't blame the film it's not to its detriment but because that was so transparently what they were doing mm that was a bit of a problem for me. It's like, oh yeah, they're doing the D&D problem-solving thing. It's like being given a math problem. Okay. It's like if the train is moving at blah, blah, you know, yeah. how do you rob it in it? You know, not yeah. that they do that in GCSEs. Um, <laughs> what did you think, Eddie? Your general opinion of the film? My, so this is the thing. I, because I'd had that like little experience with D&D, mm. which of course, like, I don't remember. It was a while ago. Yeah. But I, my thing, like, when I was watching it, I was going... If I'd like, if I was more up to date with it, I feel like I would have got little bits that maybe I was missing out on. Yeah, but like, yes, you didn't necessarily need to like the experience to follow everything going through. Oh, no, of course not. But I, I think to understand those little, I would have liked to have understood those little bits. Like my sort of general thing was, I was like, it's fine if I understood it. I thought, I think it might have. I might have thought it was better. Yeah, there were loads of little bits that I yeah. knew that I would understand if I understood. Yeah. The law. Like, yeah. I mean, weirdly, one of my like main sort of things was, 
I want to know if Hugh Grant plays because I felt like it was an odd thing for him to like be cast in. Like I know, like Chris Pine yeah. has definitely played um, at some point. Like a couple of a few years ago, maybe. But I feel like this is weirdly on brand now. For no, 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 but, yeah, but yeah, yeah. What, yeah, yeah. It, it fits the now, which I also yeah. Hugh Grant has gone through a bit of a career renaissance. Yeah, where, like I think he said because around was, Paddington two time. Because so, yeah, he did the gentleman. Which the he, gentleman, yeah. And then uh, he's in another too. guy, Richie, isn't he? I think maybe. I'm not sure. I know. I think Florence Foster Jenkins was the yeah. uh, watershed film mm. for him. Uh, where he was BAFTA nominated and Golden Globe nominated, and he's very good in it. And um, since then, he said, "Oh, I've only just started to enjoy acting." Yeah. So, and what what I view it as this current kind of mode he's in, it's a rebuttal to the Hugh Grant that everyone thinks of as the rom-com, oh, blimey, you know, that yeah. kind of, the 90s Hugh Grant. Now he's having fun playing with the foppish image yeah. of himself. So he's playing like goofy, posh people. So Paddington yeah. 2 is great because he gets to play all the different, because he's the actor in that film, plays all the different roles. Um, the gentleman where he's like, he's been like, he's a Cockney journalist. And yeah, famously it, with him. Yeah, it was, it's the other guy, Richie, film he's in. He's very similar. The similar, one, okay. Um, Rudiger. Oh, I know the Statham one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, the, yeah he's in that. I think. Yeah, yeah. And like another rebuttal, him playing a journalist because he's the one the tabloids targeted him and hacked his phone. Yeah, and so he was like a big thing against journal. You know, so it's kind of he's like answering his earlier career. Yeah, um, and he's having fun. Like him popping up in Glass Onion, I think is a good little microcosm of mm. what yeah, he's that, doing now. Yeah, that um, was an amusing but weird cameo. Yeah, and it's interesting. <laughs> so like he he started with the, the rom com stuff. And then toward the end of, like, 2002, 2004 time, it's, like, about a boy and, like, some decent... They're not those kind of rom-com films. No. Now he's moved into this area where he's kind of making fun of himself. And I've just heard he's been cast in a new A24 horror movie. Okay, that's interesting. He's going back to, oh, I'm a serious actor in, like, really good films, you know? Uh, so that's gonna be interesting. Okay, yeah. And I think he's been—he's a lead in a new miniseries for like HBO or something like that. Okay, so he's just genuinely enjoying his career. Then he's d- yeah, yeah, and he's fair. doing more interesting and more diverse yeah. things. Because yeah, yeah, he was like pretty much the best thing about the film for me. I thought yeah. he was really fun. No, he, yeah, he's very good in it. Um, but it was just that I was like, hmm, yeah, like, it, it, yeah. It seemed a bit strange. Whereas Chris Pine felt. Like he just sort of slipped in quite. Oh, yeah, it, felt, it feels very appropriate for Chris. Yeah, Pine. yeah. Michelle Rodriguez as well. It's yeah, like, I completely get that. But it's a strange cast in general because it's not. It's a hodgepodge, but it's I, a hodgepodge. I a good like, hodgepodge. Yeah, like yeah. on a yeah. case by case basis, they are well cast. Yeah, they are. It's a good mix. It's a. They're all well cast, but it's not at all what you'd expect for like a. You'd expect more overtly comic actors, I would say, for something like this that have some dramatic chops, like Chris Pine. He's the general all-rounder. He's yeah. a good all-rounder. Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez, as the leading lady, I say lady, but the leading yeah. lady in it, like, I thought she was done. Like, I know she's in the Fast and Furious films. but like, That is what I think yeah, of Yeah, she was, I... like, past her primes. Yeah. Her. So it was nice to see her in this. Then, you know, the girl from It, the guy from Bridgerton, mm. and Hugh Grant. It is a yeah. weird, like, collection of, yeah. I think that kind of, that sort of hodgepodgeness helps it, though. Especially to kind of capture, like, the source material. Like a party will just be made up of like the most bizarre and random combinations of things. Yeah, yeah. Like in the campaign I'm playing at the moment, I play like a little robot. Little. Uh, yeah, I oh. play a little robot gnome. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I play a robot gnome. Someone's playing a cat. Right. Um, 
someone's playing see like a, a, like a Goliath. Okay. Like there's all these different like you know strange combinations of stuff. I I'd say that like the 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 their approach to how they depict things kind of feeds into that as well because there's some obviously it's modern action films there's lots of CGI some of which is very ropey some of which is very ropey but there's also puppet work as well yeah that's good which again is kind of like oh that's clearly a puppet yeah and I don't know just like all of it feeding together Uh, yeah it's it's bric-a-brac for me it's yeah, power tactical bricklage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, you, when you've got like that that rubber dragon guy. Yeah. That's like, but we gave you your pardon. As he's well, like, that, I think the there. film is kind of going for and is, and you can either like it or not, a mess. Yeah. It is a mess of a film. Yeah. And you can either really resonate with that, like it's mm. fun. Yeah. Or it just doesn't quite gel with you. It didn't quite gel with me, but not for that reason. I just mm. think it's not my thing. You know, it's yeah. just not quite for me. Yeah. But I thought it was solid. I thought yeah. it was a solid, yeah. decent film. Um, I would say I think that was my, like it was fine I think if I knew that I think I would think it was better mm. I'm not opposed to watching it again which no. is probably a bigger takeaway from some of the films I've watched yeah you this know year. what I think that's fair I wouldn't be opposed to watching it again and there's a lot of films I've seen this year that I've liked that I haven't mm. really wanted to watch again because it's it's breezy yeah. It, it doesn't demand anything of you. Oh, it's, it's a really easy watch. It's really yeah. easy. Yeah, it's really easy. It's the, nothing challenging to, mm, no. uh, you know. My own, one of my only, my biggest criticism of it is there's, there's too much stuff. I know that's, again, that's part of the mess. Yeah. But there's too much, there was too much stuff. It was like, I, I don't know whether I'm coming or going here. Like, okay. I, do you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't get a handle on it. And it had some of that gag reflex humor that we both hate. Mm. Yeah, I, I won't deny that. Yeah, um, it's also very obviously plotted. Yes, like once you, you reach a certain point in the film, you're like, right, I can predict every beat from this point on. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was actually when I was in the cinema because um, yeah, yeah, the the MacGuffin he kind of picks up in the earlier heist that sends him to prison is like a tablet of uh, reawakening or something like that. Mm-hmm. brings a brings a soul back from the dead, basically. And his ambition, Chris Pine's ambition, is to use that on his wife. Mm-hmm. But then Michelle Rodriguez dies in battle. And as the daughter is kind of mourning Michelle Rodriguez, you kind of have flashbacks throughout the film of Michelle Rodriguez, like, bonding with the kid and actually spending time. It's like, yeah. oh, she was kind of, like, more of a mother yeah. figure. Yeah, the character this. arc, the thematic resolution is, you see it coming. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. so it's like, oh, okay, so I'll bring Michelle Rodriguez back instead because that's... But it's, it's, the, it's the Rocky rule that, like, mm. most of us try and abide, which is, uh, yeah, you... you you win, but you can't win everything. Yeah, but you learn, yeah. you learn your lesson that you can't win everything, yeah. so you do the best, you know. But, um, no, the point I was going to make is, like, um, as soon as Michelle Rodriguez died, I was, in my head, I was like, right, okay, so they're going to use the tablet on her. Yes. But yeah. from behind me, I could hear two women, like, sobbing. Sobbing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was, I was, I was thinking, just like, well, why? Yeah, yeah, even though it's played, it's not like a... Yeah. Like, again, this film doesn't ask a lot no. of you. Certainly doesn't ask anything emotionally of you. I'd argue that, like, with the internet and YouTube and everything like that, we kind of live in an age where people have never been more, as people have never been less educated. I don't know how do I phrase it. Like, the, in terms of material, when it comes to reviewing films and how films work and understanding plot, never, never had more access to information. Never had more, yeah, exactly. Yeah, people that just have a green screen and a camera. Can, yes. can become some of the most influential critics in the world. Yeah, the process yeah. and have been more kind of transparent yeah. with people, yeah. And there's just like thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of video essays that are fun just to watch in isolation, yeah. but are also genuinely informative. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
And people just, I know what you're saying. People watch things all the time. I, I, I just don't... I'm surprised that there's still people out there that could not see something that obvious coming. But you got... This is our blind spot. This yeah. is our... You know, when... I say... I... Yeah, like a colleague of mine... Um, I'm trying to think of a bloody film she went to see. Mm-hmm. But she was sat there and she was like, I cried. You're going to, like... Like, she was convinced I was going to cry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I... Whatever film it was, it's on my watch this summer. I watched it and went, no... No. I think, okay, when you like, you review films or you want to be a practitioner, a writer or whatever, people will often say to you, does that take the enjoyment out of watching something? Are you always like analyzing it? And the answer is no, you can still enjoy anything you watch, but there is a part of you that is understanding the mechanics of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Jordan will be watching something and, you know, a plot beat will occur that we know is meant to set up love. And we'll just go, oh, okay. You just yeah. kind of know that stuff's ingrained. But I think most people, it's experiential. You don't pay attention to the mechanics. Yeah. So have it's... you seen the... I don't know if you will. Have you seen the TV series Only Murders in the Building? Yes. Yeah. So there's a... I got the second series of that spoiled because there was a, an accompanying podcast. And I was mm-hmm. like, I like a good podcast. Yeah. So I was like looking for that. And as I like loaded it up, it told me who the killer was. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it pointed out how you can spot it mm-hmm. in a certain episode. And so I then, like, watched that episode. And I went, oh, yes, I can see what they mean. And then, obviously, like, watched it. But then my housemates realized that I knew who it was. So mm-hmm. I kind of, like, deviated from watching with them. Mm. And then it got to the end. And they were like, nah, you couldn't tell. You couldn't tell. And I went, well, you couldn't. And they were like, no, they were setting it up to be this person, not right, that person. Right, right. I went, yeah, that's so obviously a red herring. That's the thing. Like, like my, so obviously. Thing is, I don't want to spoil it potentially spoil any murder mysteries for the listeners. Yeah. But it's the person who doesn't provide an obvious plot role. Yeah. It's going to be the husband of somebody or that's in yeah. it and might have an emotional storyline mm. but doesn't add anything to the investigation or the... It's the other person. Yeah. Or if you're watching a certain kind of series, the overpaid guest star. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you watch like Columbo, <laughs> old episodes Gaston and Robert yeah. Vaughn. Well, okay. Yeah. It's, um, even though Columbo is a weird one because they show the killer at the beginning. You get my point. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah a, I can't remember what series it is. There's a series with Paul McGann in it. Yeah. And as yeah, soon yeah. as you go and you go, ah, it's him. Well, it's like Broadchurch. I knew it was her husband. It was the most, he, yeah. He's the only one that didn't have an obvious plot. Yeah. yeah I think they know? kind of, they rely on the fact that, well, he would just be there. Like yeah. that kind of exactly. disguises him. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But especially in a murder mystery, everyone is generally there yeah. for a reason. Yeah. But it's, yeah, um, if you're pointing enough fingers at everyone else, but not at that person, it's that person. Yeah, it's there's the person who's it's definitely them. It's not them. Yeah. There's the person who's so helpful that it must be them. It's not them. Yeah. It's the person who's not really doing much of anything. Yeah. That's who it is. You and know? it's the person in Broadchurch that's going to affect one of the main characters the most. That's why Hot yeah. Fuzz is so great because it's everyone. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's you, you try it in your head. You're like, oh, who is it? And then, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's interesting. But... I would say that's like a good rule in general for like plot in like TV mm. and film and stuff. If a character is like outlining what's going to happen next, that's not going to happen next. No. no, like the most obvious example is in like a heist thing where they're kind of outlining, out you know, laying out the heist. It's like. And then I go in, and then you you take the goat down there, and you get the burgers, and you put the thing in there, and then we do. And then, like as soon as the first stage of the plan happens, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like oh no, they've they've shot all the goats. What are we gonna do now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Succession did it all the time, where characters would outline their intention. Like this is, I'm gonna go in the room, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna do this, mm-hmm. and it just immediately doesn't work out. 
Yeah, you know. As soon as a show leads you down one path, it's like, right, you're not, we're not going down that path. And I think people with the more obvious things, there is a part, like a, a primal part of uh, audiences that knows the mechanics of it, even if they're not conscious of it. So like my grandfather, who's, you know, now been consuming entertainment for over 80 years. Mm. I think if I sat him down and said, generally, like, how does the film unfold? Mm. He wouldn't really have a handle on like how to, you know, explain that. But I'll be watching something with him and like the way something is shot or, you know, or a, a line of dialogue that someone says, he'll know what's coming next and he'll say it. Go, oh, that's going to happen now. Mm. Like, because he's so used to the language of yeah. cinema yeah. and TV. Well, yeah, but, that's kind of what I meant. Like, even though you might not be able to articulate it, yeah. or even though you might not be aware, like consciously aware of it. Um, yeah, how, like, why in that moment? And I, I don't want to come across as like I'm like I'm elitist or like no, I'm I know, very yeah, yeah. person. But like, do you genuinely think Michelle Rodriguez is well, dead? Is there really? an element? Is there an element of sacrificing everything you know about how the things work so that you can enjoy it on an emotional level? But how does that even? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, because that's, maybe that's an element of like oh, that, I need to be able total to total denial. I that need is to be able. A reality. Yeah, I need to be able yeah. to cry when the person dies, even though I know mm. that they're not gonna die. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Especially since, again, like we, we live in an age, uh, especially in like the world of comedy, where everything gets explained to you every, anyway. Mm. It's all meta comedy, and it's all mm. like, oh, it's 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 a film about people making a film, or you know, like I'm going to tell the joke, but then I'm going to explain the joke to you, mm. and then I'm going to explain what a joke is to you, and then I'm going to open up a joke book and I'm going to show you like on what page I got the joke from, and mm. like yeah. it, everything gets handed to you. I, th- I think we all in a way separate our expectations from the experience mm. in the sense look at Infinity War mm. did anyone think they were dead and they no, were gone no, forever no. we knew no. they were coming back no. but everyone went through that thing of oh my god what an ending the but, line I always heard was I don't think they're dead but there's probably some like nine year olds out there that do think they're dead oh for children and, I, and I, I'm happy for those guys right okay. yeah but it's like, it's like you weren't going to kill off you, like they just got Spider-Man yeah. you're not going to kill off Spider-Man yeah, exactly. you, give you've got Black Panther you're Black not Panther Sp- yeah. Yeah, yeah you're not going to kill off Cham- you if, know. Only, if only they had they did then didn't they but you know, yeah. okay fair enough children maybe that just, yeah. uh, they're not it's not in them although yet, yeah. but, I was going to say my thing just on the like Marvel thing yeah. with like Endgame for example obviously you've got the Death of Tony Stark. Mm. Spoiler if anyone's not seen it in the last five years or whenever it came out. Mm. But my thing with the way that they've now set up the way the MCU goes, when it comes to like Secret Wars or whatever the mm-hmm. ones they've got coming up, I'm just like waiting for him to come back. Like they'll just go and get yeah. a past multi version of him. Yeah. It's gonna happen. And yeah, yeah, and like what what was the point? Like people did cry at that in the cinema, without a question. So what's the point of it like well I, you completely undo everything yeah i think there is um yeah I, I completely agree with that and i think again not to sound elitist you you have to be a bit more of a learned if you like viewer to kind of know when you're being manipulated as well yeah so like for example 24 was what i've been watching that with my grandfather yeah and in season two the main character he's gonna pilot this plane that's got a fucking nuke on it of course it's gonna be flown it can't be dropped so he's he's gonna like kill him kamikaze himself so he calls his daughter and they have a big emotional farewell scene it's sobbing they ring all the music swells they ring it out 
Now, you know he's not going to die. Yeah. It's halfway through the season, for one thing. And I think we have that thing as learned viewers. You watch it and you go, that's not... You can't do that. That's not on. You can't have that emotional... That's cheating, you know? But I I don't know if that would, like, offend the majority of... Like, again, I watched with my grandfather. He didn't seem to go, but what was that about? Yeah. He's kind of like, well, yeah, you, you know... And it's weird because the reality of that situation, it would be an emotional farewell because they don't, they don't know that Jack Bauer's not going to die. Yeah. But we do. And that's a fine line that you've got to yeah. navigate, I, I think. Like, yeah, maybe Sherlock, like Sherlock Holmes reading those, yeah, probably yeah. slightly ruined that because obviously he comes back from the dead even yes. in the books and stuff like that. So it's like, mm, even that sort of, you get, you get used to the idea that well, someone dead's not necessarily dead. Well, Marvel is just, they've completely ruined any sense of anything meaning yeah. anything because they just undo it, redo oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, multiverse it. You can't tell me that people didn't cry at No Way Home when the other Spider Men showed up. And, right, like, right. overall with emotion, like, oh my God. Like, yeah, ridiculous. But it's just, like, that's, I mean, we, we talked an hour and a half. Yeah. No Way Home review was. So I'm sure we covered it in some capacity. But, like, that, that was bizarre because it's got nothing to do with anything Marvel have done. It's just, it's recognition for somebody else's mm. hard work and, like, interpretation of those characters. Yeah. Because, like, I remember going to see No Way Home with my sister, and I kind of realised, like, as the films, like, as those things were happening, oh, I'm going to have to, like, explain everything to her. Mm. I'm going to have to be like, oh, so, okay, so that's uh, Alfred Molina. He plays Dr. Octopus. Yeah. He's... We like him. Yeah, he's 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 a tragic guy. He does this. He does that's Tobey Maguire. He's this Spider Man from these films. And it, but that's the thing. It shouldn't. You shouldn't have to do that. No, no. You know, like films that came out. Well, I, I yeah. She was born when the first Spider Man, Tobey Maguire Spider Man, came out. So that like this film was relying on stuff that spanned her entire life. Mm. And it's, it's bizarre. Like it's, it's yeah. So, yeah. That's the thing with anything with sci fi and multi. You have a set of rules that you don't break. Or if you do break them, you do it once. And it's yeah. for a very important reason. Mm. Doctor Who, same problem. The fuck, I don't know what the fucking rules are. That's why I like... Neither do they. No, exactly. When Lost does time travel, they very clearly stay, set up... There's an episode called Dead is Dead. Mm. Like, you can't yeah. undo... So, like, no, we're not going to fuck you about with the characters that have died. Yeah. You had that emotional experience. They're dead. Like, that's that. Yeah, no. Um, so, at the risk of getting into it, Jord, what you can have robots in Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> I just say, yeah, I, there were no robots in the one that this, I did. This, this swords and sandals. What's this robot bullshit? No, it's another that, genre. There's like it's a, about these robots and cats. Like, cats I can live with. Yeah, no, 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 but, but like taxi. together. Like yes, yeah. yeah. I think I think I'm the only like, robot cats. I, I'm like pushing it with the robot. I think. Yeah, you are. Yeah. It's, it's an I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's an officially recognised thing, but it's like. Um, I think there's there's like a specific D and D campaign that's set in space, and of that's course. and that's where the robots come from. A dungeon in space, is it? No, like well, I'm just I, thinking I more a dragon it. in space. Everyone, everyone, that's what Dungeons and Dragons. Everyone pictures a dragon. I think dungeon. Mm. No, the main thing. <laughs> what does that say about okay. you? Well, I just think like because everyone's forgetting the dungeon bit. It's like, oh yeah, that's dragons. That's the bit you dungeon. do most. I know, you just hang out in dungeons and stuff. Yeah, you really, like, think, you, you, you say see one dragon. You say dragon, and I do think of the one from Shrek. That dungeons is, and dragons. That is the first dragon I think of yeah. when I think of the one. Yeah, yeah, same actually. Dungeons and dragons could be the autobiography for um, Ian Watkins, couldn't it? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. 
another callback to the first episode. Um, so yeah, bringing it back to the review, mm. that gag reflex humor, the the really irksome line that pushed it over the edge for me was, I think one of them is explaining, oh, we need to like we need three cups of fucking butter. What it's a recipe for something, mm. and then I need to enchant it in like a Scottish accent or something like that. She's like, can't you do it like this? She's like, no, it has to be like this. She goes, mm, seems arbitrary. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. It's like. The film's a celebration of D&D. I know that D&D is on anything that's fantasy or sci-fi is going to be arbitrary mm. probably at some point. But it's like, what are you doing mm. with... I don't know what they were yeah. trying to do with... Pointing out that it's a bit silly D&D, isn't it? It's like, yeah, but I, I don't know. It was just it was weird to me. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't feel like it was... I don't think it was too egregious, but it, it, no. is, it is something I have a problem with. Yeah. And... The biggest problem in the whole film, it's a little detail, when they resuscitate the corpses in the graveyard, mm. and they're English, one of them says, I was never very good at math. He wouldn't say math. He'd say maths. <laughs> He'd say I know math. it's fantasy, but like, what's that, that rule that we've got? It's what, it was a Sam's lexicon, I think. I'm sure it was. Uh, does suspension disbelief? Apologies. Apologetic. Yeah. Like, oh, there are dragons, but you can't believe a British person would say mm. math. No. No. That's silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did wonder, and you might know this, and it might well be something. Is there like a Bandersnatch version for like D and D, like on Netflix? Something is there something for like D and D that's no like idea. that? Because I was like, again, that'd be quite easy to like for them to do and set up. I don't know. Like in theory, yes, because like that's ultimately what D and D is. It's yeah. just uh, like a, a a hive, like a web of decisions. But I think it can get Isn't that what everything is, George? (laughs) (laughs) My arm's out stressed. (laughs) (laughs) But it could get out of hand, like, incredibly quickly. Like, depending Mm. on how much detail you want to put in to it. Well, isn't the whole appeal of D&D is that it's infinite? It can can be whatever. It is everything. You can put as much detail into it as you want. But, like, if you just want to be like, oh, you're in this town. It's like, right, so does every house... Does every house have a person living in it? Yeah, yeah. Do I have to give them all personalities? Like... That's my problem with it. Yeah, mm. that's what. Like, I, I have. We have a friend who keeps fucking insisting that I play D anD. d It's not, <laughs> not going to happen. He wants me to be a dungeon master. Yeah, yeah. DM. Cause they, oh, you're creative. Like, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, it would. I can't half ass it. No. So if I did D anD. d you'd write a I good would, campaign. Well, thank you. But I would. I would have to populate this. Like, who who the bricklayer? Like, how do houses yeah. get built? Like, it, I would have to mm. understand that because I'm that like anal retentive yeah and I just think genuinely it sounds like a get out if I'm going to put that much effort into something I'll write a script yeah like, I won't just <laughs> yeah. like waste it on a and d thing uh, and I don't disparage it. it it does seem you know I've kind of half played it it does seem like fun I do dick around with Jordan about you know because he's betrayed himself yes but like no betrayed myself or like opened myself up to something you almost Game of Thrones so just don't start yeah, but that's that not shit good. with me okay no it is just until the end no because you're right? telling me that like people who used to really love it are saying it's bad now I was highlighting those people as examples of cretins well you should have told me that before <laughs> I brought that in the forum no no people you know the people who uh, because they didn't like the ending will say god that show was shit Mm. I'm making the yeah. point of yeah the yeah, end. No, it's it's good, the show is not shit. No, I do find it harder to rewatch. Like, oh no, it is. That's the problem. Because I have know a bad, how it ends. When you have a bad ending, yeah, it soil it can soil the entire experience. But I don't think it's fair to turn around and say, oh, the whole thing was shit. No, you know, I think you can't say that like about a friend. So if like a friend, I don't know, betrays you, you can yeah. go, oh, I guess you were never a friend. That's fair because they're yeah. always capable of doing that. 
But with like a piece of art or whatever, you can't like an album. Like, Fucking love that album. Then they release the second one and it's shit, and you go, mm. "Oh, the first one, I guess it was crap." Yeah. No, that's just not fair. No. Uh, like, what, what do you want from us? <laughs> no. Like, for fuck's sake! Well, I, was, I made the thing with like with June. Like, yeah, I, that film is very very good. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I do feel like I would think it was better mm-hmm. if part two is very good. But yeah. it's still very good, even if part two. Well, isn't. as as a bit of a. Uh, teaser for our next episode we're going to be doing Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse yeah. and I would say the same about that it it will be improved greatly if the second one is good yeah yeah. I don't know if it would ruin the first one if the second one is bad but it would certainly be bittersweet watching that first one knowing what's to come yeah. as, in, as in the sa- yeah the, Beyond the Spider-Verse part one yeah. yeah part one because it doesn't really I don't want to like, review it now but it doesn't really function as a standalone film no it has it, an it's, ending it's heavily but... dependent on yeah, yeah. Yeah. its sequel unfortunately because I would say yeah. that's like one of the strengths of Infinity War is that like yes okay a bunch of heroes die and it's like well they're obviously going to bring them back and I want to see how but Infinity War does end it does have an ending Thanos yeah. sitting triumphantly on that hill yeah. is an ending Yes. He is the main character of that film, and he succeeds. Like you could watch Infinity War as an isolated unit. Yeah, um, I don't know because can you say it's an ending when the actual ending is the entire contrary? I know, result? I know what you're saying, but like again, like taking that thing of like Thanos is the main character of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. His goal is to wipe out half the universe. He does. Yeah. You know what? I suppose. It, it ends, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. I suppose we can only really judge it on a film that doesn't know it's getting a sequel. Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone knew it, Endgame was coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you need to, like, something that has an ending, and then maybe the next film, it's a real ending. And you go, oh, okay, can I still watch the first one? Mm. You know? Mm. We'd have to really think about that. Because it's rare that something's made and then the sequel's made that has the complete opposite mm. result. Yeah. Like, like yeah. that's very rare. Anyway, yeah. uh, do I have anything else to say oh, about it? Is Dungeons and Dragons getting a sequel, or was that a standalone? I, f- I have no idea. I have a feeling that if one hasn't already been commissioned, it's being talked about. Okay, that was my I thing. Think. Is I was like, because that tie, I felt like that tied itself off well enough. Yeah, that could be it, um, and that could be it. But I didn't know if it was like a okay. ah, there'll be another film. But it will be like a different story, yeah, again, different characters, so that, ca- do, yeah, the, that kind the, the of thing. The nature of D anD D is it could be a completely different time period, different mm. characters, races. It could be anything. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So long as it kind of uses the 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 the, the foundational like the lore and the locations. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. It can, it can, they can do it somehow. Still has Hugh Grant in it. Somehow, yeah. <laughs> He's the one consistent. Yeah, element. yeah. I'd be oh, well, that. there's a spin-off TV series. Okay, that's happening. Well, it, yeah, TV makes sense for D anD D. And, yeah, they're talking about a sequel. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, I recommend it. Recommend, I, do, actually, I don't know if I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Let me rewatch it and I'll okay. get back to you. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I Yeah, I suppose. It won't hurt. Yeah. That's what... It, it won't hurt. Like, it's not a bad thing. So it's not like... Oh, if you're not into it, you might not... It might not be your cup of tea, but it, you won't have wasted your time, I don't no, think. No, it's a couple of hours long. It's Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It doesn't test your patience or anything. So, yeah, sure, I'd recommend it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, should we do the next review? Oh, before we go into the next review... Yeah, let's have some more wine, you're right. <laughs> go on. Go on. <laughs> Yes, um, you, well, you wanted structure, Eddie. Yes. Which, I, 
introducing a new segment Are we? to the podcast. Yeah, one that I fear might become a bit of a mainstay, the way things are going at the moment. This is news to me, Addy. It's called, it's called Hashtag MC2. Hashtag MC2. I don't like any of the four things you just said. <laughs> um, it's new Hashtag MC2. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Okay. So, you know, um, we're, we're, we're going to do the intro now to the segment because it's, it's its own thing. You, you know how the Avengers... Oh, do we have music for this? Well, we're going to do it now. You know how the oh, Avengers... we're going to do it? Yeah, yeah, we're going to do okay. it. You know how the Avengers things go. It's always got something in there. Go on. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. how the Avengers music goes? I know, it's performing. Yes, 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 yes I know. The builds up. Yeah, yeah. Do-do-do. Oh, kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it. To replicate it, yeah, yeah. Okay, so one of you needs to do that. Right, Ellie can do that. And then one of you needs to do that. What we're doing? do not quite. I don't know what it is. That's the thing. Well, when you do that bit, or do you need to not? No, I need to be available to do the lyrics. Okay, mine's not gonna sound like that. Okay, as long as you're like roughly there. Sure. So one of you needs to do that. One of you needs to lay down like a bit of a drum, like. Okay. So it's got to be like that. To kind of go along with the humming. Okay. Right. Go on then. Start and I'll follow. <laughs> or do you want me to set the time for you? <laughs> it's it's I it's. me. Okay. That's the worst, isn't it? What? I was not expecting that. Would you take two of that? Or <laughs> no, they get the idea. Okay. Oh dear. Um, okay. So we kind of like alluded to in our Creed three review, uh, Jonathan Majors in a bit of trouble at the moment. Uh, Kang. Oh, I see. In the I MCU, he's been he's been accused of domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Initially, there was like a they were they were calling the evidence into question. No, they're like celebrities. Well, this is the thing. So yeah, like initially it was being called into question the legitimacy of the claims. Yeah. But now it seems like. A uh, few people that have made accusations against them are now actively cooperating with law enforcement. Right. Yeah. So it's like, oh, there might be some credibility to this. And Marvel have kind of like they've they've taken it upon themselves to kind of phase him out of. Oh, he, he is actually. Was that, was that a pun? Oh, for, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, he's not like the Kang Avengers films have been pushed back and Johnny Miners. <laughs> no, um, I'm not saying you fuck kids or anything. <laughs> go on, Johnny Miners. Yeah, Miners. Go on. Because he's major. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just checking. If he got there. I got there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they've like, like, there's certain films he was cameoing, and now those cameos have been taken out. And they've been releasing articles as well, saying, "Oh, like, actually, Jonathan Majors was like never that. It was never our plan. No. To to focus the MCU around him for the next like 20 years. That was just on the strength of his performance. Retconning. Yeah. So yeah. it's like obviously that was them their way of going." Oh, the MCU will be okay because mm. this was never the plan, anyways. We're just going back to what we were doing before. But I feel like, in a way, it's almost worse because they're kind of like saying, "Oh, based purely on him, mm. like we, like he made us invest in him as a person, yeah, like as a celebrity. We we changed all our plans because of this like potential like wife beater, mm. yeah, which comes across a bit worse." Um, yeah, so that's kind of happening, and now another um, MCU star is in trouble. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was gonna make What's Ruffalo th- doing? 
I was gonna... No, it can't oh, be Ruffalo. No, it's not it can't, it, uh, If it's Ruffalo, I would... Oh, I would be a, he's a prick for a different kind of prick. Yeah. yeah. I was going to make you guess, but I realised, like, on, in the car down, you actually said, like, you haven't seen a, the film that he's in. Um, or it, guess an actor in the MCU. Guess an actor. Is it an actor in ant Oh, not really. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the name of the actor, but he plays Namor. Oh, it's like Tenok Cuerta or something like that. It's something like Tenok. Like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the he's main the... villain yeah. of uh, Wakanda 2. Black Panther uh, 2. Yeah, he plays no, I ha- Namor. Yeah. I have not seen that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, no, it turns out that he's like sexually abusing women. Or he's been accused of sexually abusing well, women. No, they're like and so celebrities. They're, and so now MCU are like, oh, I guess Namor's like... Not coming back anymore. You Underground is yeah. not underwater. Underground, yeah. So yeah, I think... Yeah. It, it, <laughs> no, it leads nicely into the... No, in yeah. terms of thing. I think we should we should put a bit more production into the intro song. No, yeah. I'm happy with how it went. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have to do that every time, yeah. though. But, okay. No, I was going to just... It, it ties in nicely, because obviously... So the next film is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yes. yes. Um, and in that, you've got... Mm. The high... Being all hosty. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm crazy. <laughs> you're doing a podcast. <laughs> um, no, so in that, you've got the high I, evolutionary. I think yes. so, yeah. yeah. So there's... Yeah, there was, so there was comment on the idea that the high evolutionary could be a Kang variant. Yeah. And they could use yeah. the high evolutionary and make that Kang instead. That's the thing. Like, even though whichever film it was, and maybe Ant-Man, like, the post credit scene was, look at the millions of Jonathan Majors. Look at all the Kangs. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's going to be like, oh, none of these Kangs look like Kangs. We, also... we live in a day and age where post credit scenes can be, like, just disappeared. But it's also beyond the narrative of the in-universe stuff, the narrative of life and the narrative of celebrity. Jonathan Majors is an up-and-coming actor. Mm. Who's like had a like a really good start, you know? Yeah, critically acclaimed indies. Then a big HBO show that he was leading. Now he's a Marvel villain. We know the narrative of existence that they're planning things for him. Yes, it's yeah. not gonna be he pops up and then he goes away. We're not fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah, you know. But yeah, so what they're thinking this high evolutionary could be. But the, the, it, they, the, it was like a, an idea of that's how you could get around it. Mm. So obviously, I mean, we'll see. But yeah, we'll um, see. I thought that was because it ties in. The performance was very well received. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Like apparently, that it was the same thing with Jonathan Majors, where like that. I haven't seen Loki season one. No, you weren't a fan of it. No. But like generally speaking, the perform his performance was well received. People said he was pretty good. Yeah, Jonathan Majors. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. I don't... and then they brought him back to do a completely different performance, even though it was the same character. Well, I didn't get it because Loki. You know, I'm not a fan of the M- MCU stuff in general. Mm. But look, you can still kind of differentiate between, oh, I recognise that's better than that other stuff. And Loki is better than most of the MCU stuff. And Hilston is Loki and, you know, that's fine. Oh, Wilson's decent in it. But Jonathan Majors, I thought, not only is it not my cup of tea, I thought it was objectively bad. Mm. I thought it was embarrassing. Like, he's meant to be kind of jokery, cartoonish villain. And it came across as so wrong. Mm. And I, I just, yeah, I didn't get it at all. No. Well, now, so, it, now, now it might not be. So. No, it might not be, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, oh, another um, little tie-in as well is obviously James Gunn was cancelled and kicked out of the MCU. Yeah. And then and they, then brought back. And then brought back, yeah. Do you do you think that... I mean, it, it'll de- it will depend on the outcome of their um, respective trials mm. or investigations. Like, if, if, if Jonathan Majors is found to be domestic abuser, if 
Namor I, is I, essentially, but yeah. they're not coming back. No, I I think they'd be done. But like, even if it comes out that they, even if it kind of goes in the Johnny Depp direction, where it's like, oh yeah, it turns out that these women are not like, yeah, this isn't a thing that happened. Do you think they would bring them back in, or where do I think you... you'd you'd have to have a. N- it's wrong. You'd have to have enough want for them back. You need a media victory. Yeah, that's all that matters. Johnny Depp. We'll never know what happened. No, it seemed like. Well, we know she lied about a fuckload of things. Yeah, she came across as insane. Yeah, and he came across as a bit defeated and a bit jaded, and like he'd said some horrible shit about her. Whatever. But he won that. Yeah. He, uh, on a, from a PR perspective. Yes. That's why he's allowed back. He hasn't been proven innocent. No. And I genuinely... She's back as well, though. That's the, Is the, she? That's the horrible... Yeah, she's in Aquaman 2 again. Are they going to decide what's happening with that or what? Well, I... I Wait, apparently... Because there were articles saying, like, oh, she's definitely gone now. She's cut out completely. Mm-hmm. But no, she's back in. Right. But, like, I think it's, like, she's not in it much, but she's important to it or something. Uh-huh. Okay. I think it's slightly different because mm. she was the victim, mm. quote-unquote, that may not have been the victim, and yeah. people don't like her, but that's different than so being... She won one trial, he won one trial. Yeah. Realistically, they were probably as bad as each other. I don't know. I don't know. You don't You don't know how no. it's the marriage. My impression is that she was worse. Yeah. That's my impression. Yeah. But who knows? That's the thing of it. But th- this is my question, is where do you draw the line? Mm. Celebrities, how much do we care about their private lives? I know this is like crime. Yeah. yeah. And if they go, you know, they should go to jail for it if they're guilty. Yes. But where do you draw the line? Mm. I, and I, I'm actually asking that mm. question. Is, should we care if it turns out that Jonathan Majors is a bit of a shit in his personal life? Do we care about that? If he's a good actor mm. and he's doing what we want him to Does do. Does that just come back down to your relationship with the art versus the artist? Yeah. Like, is it just gonna, like an on a point-by-point point basis? Yes, but I think yeah. what differentiates this from the conversations we've had before is it's always been in hindsight. Can we still listen to Lost Prophets now knowing that Ian Watkins did yeah. what he did? What, what about the opposite? What about going mm. forward? I now know the Kevin Spacey's whatever he is. Mm. Can I still watch... If he makes new films, mm. yeah, do yeah. I go and watch them? I think that's the question. Yeah, I don't know. No. I mean, that's the thing. Like, he's not... Because of his reputation because of what's been what we've learned about him mm-hmm. he does make a film now it's not going to be a good one because there's, there's going to be only desperate people are going to want to work with him yeah yeah. they're not going to be blockbusters they're not going to be high quality dramas they're going to be yeah it's unlikely straight to DVD geezer teasers where he's in like half the, he's in one room for half the film but I feel like it's kind of so it's e- kind of easy to avoid that yeah. part of his career but it's a bit like like Vic Mackey in The Shield, which is like, he should go to prison, but he doesn't. And it's mm. okay. Like, he beat the system, mm. right? It's not like they can get him now. Like, and people would have to work with him, but no one's going to. Yeah. And I feel like the same way about act. If what Kevin Spacey, you know, did is true, he should be in jail. So I don't know why I have to even, like, think about, yeah. do mm. I go see a film? Yeah. If you- do you know what I mean? It's well, like, it should be a bit more... Because I don't know what whether it's a case of statute of limitations or the allegations haven't been proven. I, I don't know what it is with him. Yeah. But if they are, if they do the shit that they that's said of them, I shouldn't really have to think about whether I no. support the career because yeah. they no. should be in prison. Well, I mean, the best example I can sort of think of is Louis C.K. with the fact that obviously yeah. he had the thing. 
he's come back. Yes, I was quite happy. Like I was quite happy. Well, to as watch far as I was stuff. concerned, he never did a thing wrong. Yeah, it, that I means he's a very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he but, essentially had a tug over the phone talking to people. Well, and he got mostly. a stick out in front of and, people yeah. that he asked first. Yeah, and because uh, yeah, the thing is that it's not a legal thing; it's a it's the power discussion. That's yeah. what they always bring it to. Is like, oh, but he had the powers. Like, well, how do you negotiate that? If if you are a producer. I don't know. It's, they actually deal with this in succession, right? In the first season, Kendall, kind of like the main character, billionaire, you know, mm. is kind of heir to this massive company. He, I mean, they're a news company, and he fancies one of the anchors. Yeah. I think she's an anchor mm. on, on their channel. And he's like, oh, I really like her. I think I'll ask her for a date. So it's kind of set up, and he goes, and she basically implies and outright says, I was told to come and make sure you had a good time. He's like, oh, I'm not that guy. Like, I want yeah. to go on a date with you. But what happens if you are... If you're Elon Musk, can you date anyone? I mean... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like... It seems so. It's like, I know, like, he's not dating an employee, but if you're talking about power... Yeah. I just... It's the wrong lens to view those things through. You're like, are people not allowed to, like, fall in love at work any... I know, that's a whole separate discussion. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just... Yeah. I personally I mean, think... The answer to your question is, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's grey, right? But I think if they do something illegal, they should be in jail. That yes. should be uncontroversial. If they're just shit in their personal lives and they're not doing anything illegal, yes. we shouldn't really have any reason to get rid of them. No. That's the thing. They, as far as I know, I could be wrong. Yeah. They're under investigation, but they're not under arrest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So should they be... Should we be in a position where they're being completely erased from their... No, you know, outcome pending. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just not how culture and society work. No. It... But it does sometimes, which is the baffling thing. Because, like, everyone thought Amber Heard was done until all of a sudden she kind of isn't. Ezra Miller, like, he... He's, he's kind of back. He's kind of back. But he was in jail while they were filming The Flash. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's, like, a lead star and one of the biggest blockbusters in the world. And mm. It's like, what? what? There's no consistency. There's yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I agree. No. So Guardians three. Yes. Yeah, anyway, yes. So, so that's, <laughs> that's the tangent one. Tangent of tangents, <laughs> that, that, and that is the first installment in hashtag MC two. Um, well, yeah, it yielded results. Yeah, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yes. The hundred and eighty fourth film in the Marvel Fifth. Cinematic Universe. Eighty fifth. My mistake. Yeah. Hundred eighty fifth. Ew. No, we're joking. Adam. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. No, 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 but you said that, and I said, like, I have seen some of these. <laughs> They're more like, than I thought. 20, yeah. Is yeah. there more than I thought? The thing is, I made that joke Fact before, is you Eddie, even know. Um, when we did Ant-Man. And, and much like that, I, I have to say that, like, that was a joke now, mm. but one day that will be true. There will be a 185th film. It's not the fact he was unsure. No, no, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. said that, and I'm like, look, Disney's <laughs> Disney Plus is full of the fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, God, um, I knew it was coming out fast, but like, yeah, you know, like you know. Phase Four has really gone yeah. well, over and above. Phase Five, now. Really oh past, god, yeah, right? we are. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. Five. No, unlike the first three phases, I did know this. These ones are like one year or two, you know, two right. years or what, whatever. What saga are we in? The, this is the, saga, the multiverse is saga. Yeah, so the saga two phase five. Well, this is yeah. kind of the start now, right? It wasn't wasn't uh, Phase Four kind of like um, like an epilogue, recovery period from the Infinity Saga? It's it's classified under the multiverse saga mm. as like the, the yeah the opening act, and then you okay. got five and six. What's included in four and what's included in five? Ant Man was the first in Phase Five, so everything between uh, Far From Home and 
Quantum Mania is Phase Four. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Guardians is the second film. It's the second one in Phase Five. So Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness is not part of. Phase... That's four. That's Phase Four. That's Phase Four. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, right. four, five, and six will be the multiverse saga. Yeah. And then whatever happens after that's yet to be announced. The saga saga. That's really that's where we'll be. <laughs> uh, we talked about this. The we've gone bankrupt saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, this is the second instalment in Phase Five. I'd argue that this would have been better as the first because I don't know whether it's the tone of this film or just like what this film is doing in particular. But this feels like a bigger shift in the paradigm than Quantum Mania was. Yeah. Like, Quantumania just felt like, oh, it's another Marvel film. Yeah. Mm. Whereas this one, I mean, it's James Gunn, so it's going to have a bit more personality. Mm-hmm. But just, like, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, again, this is kind of a thing I said during the Ant-Man review. One of my problems with that is it was a completely generic Marvel film. And I thought the point of keeping the franchises separate was that they have their own dedicated yeah. expectations. I go to an Ant-Man film because I want a fun heist movie. Yes. Not just this sludge nonsense yeah, thrown yeah, at me. Yeah. And the Guardians, they're kind of... Typically, it's like a goofy space opera. And there are parts of it this that are goofy space yeah. opera. But mm-hmm. it is not a goofy space opera. And then there are parts that are very yeah. not a goofy space opera. So yeah, that kind yeah. of like... Oh, this is kind of becoming something else now. Do you yeah. remember the plot? I mean, I can give you a vague... Okay, yeah, let's you see, do the plot. Yeah, okay. Eddie yeah, yeah, a, 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 a vague me. overview yeah. is... Guardians post Thor. I can't remember. They're in the uh, the place nowhere. I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. They have a um, little like uh, base yes. of operations there, don't they? And Adam Warlock is sent to essentially take out the Guardians or to get yeah. get Rocket, which is a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah, Rocket gets injured. They can't save him because he's got this like kill switch in him, mm. and so they then go on an sort of adventure mission. So that they can then track de- down his creator. Yeah, it's track just, down his creator, yeah. deactivate the kill switch, um, and actually save his life. It's kind of what you need to know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like the others, it's colourful, it's quirky. Yes, it's definitely that. Um, First one where they're not wearing their usual. Yeah, like they've got regalia. matching. They've got matching yeah, yeah, yeah. outfits yeah, now. Yeah. It's self-consciously cool, mm-hmm. pairing distinctive imagery with eighty songs, as it's always done. Yeah. Yeah, the first Guardians revitalized the trend, so maybe it's unfair to criticize how stale it is now. Yes. But it does whiff a formula now. Mm. It's Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Epic shot of them leaving the, the shuttle in their Power Ranger suits yeah. with some Toto. Yes. Like, you know, <laughs> like that's, Although that's it's also because you've got them in the five sort of colorful outfits. Yeah. And so uh, James Gunn said it's um, a homage to 2001. Right, okay. But obviously we live in a day and age where things like Among Us exist. And so everyone thinks that that's what it's for. Right. Oh, right. And then he was like, no, 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 2001. Yeah. And just obviously people don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you just, I think, yeah, you just got to be prepared sometimes that like people are going to hijack your thing. I I, I said before, didn't I, with, um, there was one episode of Doctor Who where there was a tech company called Vore. Right. And I was like, you don't know what Vor is, do you? Because otherwise you wouldn't have called the tech company. I don't know what Vor is. Uh, it's um, like um, porn where people like eating other people. Ew. What, l- literally eating them? No, but like, you know, like drawn stuff. It's like uh, community created content uh, depicting people eating other people and it's like a fetish. As in cannibalism? Okay. Yeah. Okay, again, ew. Yeah. Vor. What, what's that stand? What's those, what is that? V-O-R-E. 
The company was called VORE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what is what is VORE? I don't know, like... The, it's an acronym. Or... I, yeah, I don't know the minutiae of it. Okay. But I, I know that, like... Because when that episode came out, people were like, VORE, really? And I was like, okay, I'll look into this. And yeah. Huh, so VORE... It's like a fetishistic, like... I see. People... In my head, I'm just hearing, like, carnivore and... That's what, so, yeah, yeah, maybe right. that's what it that's is, what it is actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, nice, nice, yeah, okay. But you can be a herbivore, that doesn't yeah. make sense. Uh, so hang on, vore, it's drawn fetish porn. Of people eating each people other. People eating yeah. each other. Say drawn as in it's like cartoons. Yeah. Right, okay. I, yeah, I don't know if there's anything as extreme as actual No, no, cannibalism. but it's not videos. It's they're not animation videos. I'd, I'd, it's, I'd, no. I'd hope not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, 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 everything. Again, it's, always, I know. it's probably like you know animated. So or... VOR is that subcategory of fetish porn, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's gonna be like people going like, "Oh, look, it's the Among Us thing." And yeah. Like, no, it's not. It's like, no, it is. It's like, right, okay. Well, that's ruined forever. Yeah, yeah. you can't. Yeah, you yeah. can't control it. And there's a fine line between ironically gaudy and just gaudy, and this film sometimes gets the balance a bit wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not really my sense of humor, and it's too long. Those are my critiques. Okay. It is too long. I will. I, I felt like it was dragging yeah. Yeah. as it was sort of going on. Yeah, considering how like simple it is, really, Yes, I'm surprised at how yeah, much of it there is. Yeah. Act two. It drags in act two. Yeah. It picks up a bit, which is the good thing. So I liked it more than I thought I would. I thought this would be another like write-off Marvel. Yeah, it's better than the others because it's James Gunn. But... Uh, yeah, because it's not praise when I say it, but it's probably the best they've done mm-hmm. since well pe- people are going to say no way home but i genuinely think it's probably the best they've done since endgame i would be inclined yeah. to agree i think yeah i would completely agree with um that. yeah but that's not high praise no no <laughs> yeah they've not done well since no <laughs> no no yeah i think it's good you know it's decent yeah it's small g good yeah uh, which I, I didn't expect from me. No. Because I'm not a fan of the other two films, really, either. Like, even the first one. I, I think okay, they're yeah, fine. Yeah, I, I like the first Yeah, one. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the, those first two Guardians films, I never really resonated with them. And then I saw The Suicide Squad. Yeah. And was like, oh, that's great. I really like that. Yeah. And then I watched Peacemaker mm. and was like, oh, this is fucking dog shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was kind of burned after... After feeling like I'd found, finally found James Gunn, yeah, I was burned by Peacemaker, so I really didn't know what was going to happen going into Well, the Suicide Squad made me think I, maybe I should go back and reevaluate Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But no, that is that's the PG version of Gunn, and it's better when he's not. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah definitely. Yeah. It, it, his these films, this film in particular, I think is the other ones he's done with Marvel as well. It does feel like those films are fighting themselves. Absolutely. Well, this um, is the first one he's written by himself. Yeah. Right, he doesn't have a co-writer for this one. Okay. So it's the most James Gunny's bit. Well, it's it's irreverence is his thing. And, yeah. and yeah. how irreverent can you be within the parameters of a 12 Yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, first MCU F-bomb, for what it's worth. Yes. Yeah. Is that the first one? It's yeah. the first one. They made a big really? deal of the fact that it's the first one, yeah. Yeah, and it okay. wasn't said by Sam Jackson. Was it, which... get, was it get in the fucking car? Yeah. Was it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, not said by Sam Jackson, which does feel a little bit rude. Especially <laughs> Secret Invasion is out next week, I think. Mm, yeah. Uh, bad reviews, so I might. But then again, I say I don't have to watch it. We'll probably review it, won't we? I don't want to. No. Oh, fine. All right. Cool with me. Yeah, I, I was like, like, oh, God, The Flash it. and Secret Invasion. I don't want to watch these things. I know, I know. I, I, see, I would have just expected you'd have just watched it anyway. Not if it's badly reviewed. No. No, no, no. I mean, I'll, you know, we watched 
Transformers for next episode and like I have my limits. yeah give us some like yeah, yeah. we're not depriving you of the shit yeah. we don't want to give you we are watching shit for your entertainment yeah <laughs> okay the villains well you said Adam Warlock has faced criticism for being bland right which I would agree with yeah like apparently I, it wasn't what I was expecting that like yeah. I, I thought there would be a lot more to that character yeah especially I, Will Poulter yeah. yeah I don't know what an Adam Warlock is but no, um, there was a, the, the the prevailing thing I've seen amongst people is the impression I got like reading what people were saying was that Marvel had kind of broken their promise a little bit with him okay like this isn't quite what they were expecting him to be based on some sort of teaser or something like, yeah. they thought he was going to be, like, a serious powerhouse. They expect him to be a badass. Right? Yeah, yeah okay. and he's, he's kind of just another, well, like, mishap. Well, yeah, guy. yeah, the excitement in the end of the second one, like, the reaction to the end of the second one in the post credit scene, where, like, they're, she's, they're working on him. Mm. It's like, I think I'll call him Adam. Like, that got a... Uh, oh, yeah, I think it's, uh, as far as I know, Adam Warlock is, like, a serious supervillain yeah. in the comic books. Not as like as grand as Thanos, yeah. But I'm given to understand he's a villain. He's like a hardcore villain. And now he's a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. It, well, it's the same <laughs> as like that. You know, you get Shane Black and he turns the Mandarin into that. You know, Travis Slattery. Yeah. Oh, that which, really like, annoyed me. Let's think. I, it doesn't bug me because it's it's the Last Jedi thing. I don't have any special relationship with the material, so no. I do appreciate someone trying to do something different with it. But I agree, it didn't work no. out. No, I saw that in the cinema as well, and I, I was like, oh, still. Really? Um, like I'd enjoyed the start of things and then I saw that and went oh yeah well the articles I saw it said the villains have faced criticism for being bland mm. so I was really surprised by how much I liked the villain the high the high evolutionary yeah no okay. I think high evolutionary good yeah the best villain they've had in a long time yeah mm. um, and I like that they cast a black guy as a racial supremacist yeah only because if they'd made it a white person there would have been all these things about the social commentary of it yeah and like no, it's no. like he's it's it's above that. It transcends yeah. like human race. That's yeah. the whole point. It's you know they kept him a comic book villain, which I really liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked Counter Earth. Mm-hmm. I liked that idea. Oh, the yeah. animals. All the animals. Yeah. I liked that they ended with a two thousands song. Yeah, that was a good way of going. We're moving on. Yeah, know, which you know, but a sapient dog, a cyborg pig, and a Cockney walrus. It's cheating. <laughs> you cut, I see what you're doing, and yeah, you won me over. But I know, I knew what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, well, I'll just finish my point about the the film fighting itself. Yeah. Sure. It actually, it does kind of feed into all of the animal abuse that's in this film. Yes. Because <laughs> um, that's the thing that people mainly talk Peter about. Peter Quill. <laughs> P E T A. Oh, Peter. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I got that. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, when, when I say don't bring quills around Jordan, why Sonic in it? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, um, I, I guess it's just like the intensity of those of, of of yeah a lot of the stuff, like the the kind of how hard they push certain jokes, and also how hard they push the emotional beats in this film. Yeah. Like there were points in the film where the film was clearly wanted me to be sad. Yeah. And if it had maybe, like, eased up on the um, accelerator a little bit, maybe I would have been sad. Yeah. But it just it pushes you way too hard. Yeah, I, I'd hear tell of the harrowing, quote-unquote, stuff yeah. involving the lab animals. We were talking about this earlier, Eddie, the Taika Waititi thing, like with yeah. Jojo Rabbit. The biggest reason that film annoys me so much is that it's going for that 
oh, look at this absurd premise and I'm still going to make you care. Yeah. It's yeah. that, like, cocky, you know, like, um, edgy thing. Now, I respect and I like James Gunn more than Taika Waititi. Yeah. So I'm not, like, as annoyed, but it's the same thing. That's what he was doing is, like, look, they're talking animals and I'm still going to make you fucking cry. Yeah. It was a bit like, oh, just don't. And, like, you know, I'm, I'm not above crying at a, at a talking animal. No, absolutely. But, yeah, when, when it's, like, the, the ferret woman dies it's like oh that's sad i knew that objectively it was sad given that rocket has not mentioned them up until now and there's been no like sense that they're out there in the universe or anything like that Mm. i suspected this would happen Mm. but this is a sad moment yeah and then when he just like looked in the back in the cage and the other two animals were also just dead, and he like hadn't noticed. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. right, that's like literally you, overkill. You ruined it for me now. Yeah. yeah, literally overkill. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like when Rocket is screaming in agony at the death of the otter. Yeah, I chuckled because I just thought, <laughs> I chuckled not because I'm like a sadist, but because like I knew what he was trying to do, and like getting this little Rocket raccoon to like scream like a man, like no. And you meant to go, oh, fuck, that hit. Yeah. Like when Caesar goes no or something. Yeah. And I was like, no, I will not be, you're not going to get me. It's not happening. <laughs> no. So I chuckled at the audacity of it right. rather than like finding it funny. But it is funny as well. A little raccoon like, no, over an otter. Like, it's just silly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's what det- detracted from it is that I could see what he was trying to do. I didn't find it harrowing. No. No, I th- yeah, it's, it just, um, it's because it couldn't, draw like a genuine emotional connection with me yeah again when rocket flatlines and peter quill is screaming mm-hmm. again it's just way too much yeah enough yeah like enough yeah like if, if it if they'd sort of done a, a, a moment where like the music completely drops out mm-hmm. and they're just kind of like looking at him like seeing that he's dead and they're just kind of like uh to, completely at a loss mm-hmm. of what to do kind of like the succession as well like um That's i know i know that we're not yeah, yeah. i'm not going to spoil it but yeah. like there's certain moments in the last season mm-hmm. where characters are just completely at a loss for what to do. Mm-hmm. And it, the show does such a good job of showing that, kind of like being totally adrift yeah. and without any control. Mm-hmm. And like something like that might have been... Adrift on a docked boat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes yeah, sense if you've seen success. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. makes sense if you've seen it. But yeah, there's nothing like that. There's no um, break from the form. And like oh this is yeah like maybe the Buffy episode would be a well I was going to bring that up because I'm not it's not like you can't do those things those things are effective the yeah. thing is with Buffy you have I don't know how far like maybe five or six seasons of the Joss Whedon thing and then it just breaks yeah and like oh fuck yeah and it, it really like the reality of it like hits yeah. you there's no music there's no corniness yeah. do you know about this episode Eddie it depends what episode have you watched Buffy. Uh, so I've seen bits of it. Okay. My housemate was recently rewatching. Okay, it. so you know the tone of it. It's like very 90s, yeah. a lot of music, a lot of like a- athletic karate sort of yes. stuff. Uh, like sassy dialogue. And then there's an episode where her mother dies of a, I think it's a hemorrhage or, mm-hmm. you know, like, a, you know, an aneurysm. Yes. And they film it incredibly realistically with no music. And like yes. she tries resuscitating her and you hear like her uh, rib break. And, you know, it's like horrendous. Yes. And it stands out because it's do it's showing you what it's not doing, like mm. the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Um, and I know that that's what he was trying to do as well with this, but it's you feel like I think it's 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 based on project to project, but it felt like trying to ha- having your cake and eating it. Of like you're trying to be the silly, mm. you know, guardian space cowboy thing. Yeah, 
and you're trying to have your emotional depth. Mm. And you can do that, but it feels like a bit manipulative when yeah. it happens in this, the third and mm. the... I don't, I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, th- those moments represent that for me. Drax also kind of represents that for me in this film, because he is... I've not been a big fan of the way they've handled Drax, because to me it feels like they've kind of forgotten what the appeal, quote-unquote, of Drax mm. was supposed to be. Mm. Like, he took everything literally. He was like a serious guy that took things literally. Yeah. And that led to funny, like, misunderstandings. Yeah. And then in the second film, he was shouting out things like, Die, spaceship! And it's like, yes. well, that's a different type of yes. character. Yeah. Yes. And it feels like he's been more and more flanderized as time has gone on. Yeah, the best thing in Guardi- the first Guardians is, I think someone calls him a, oh, you're like a fucking thesaurus or something. Not fucking, obviously. And he goes, do not call me a thesaurus. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. just total sincerity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, the, fa- yeah, the famous line as well. It's like, oh, he... Don't speak in metaphors. It goes over his head. Because nothing would go over my head. Yeah. My reflexes are too fast. I <laughs> yeah. want to catch it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, where'd that guy go? Yeah. Um, and like in they, st- they played on the stupidity of that exactly, guy. Exactly, yeah. That's yeah. the issue. It's, it's not that he lacks um, the ability to comprehend metaphors. Yeah. It's that he's an idiot. Yes. And then they yeah. ended up pairing him up with Mantis. And it was like, yeah. oh, look, this this goofy comedy duo. But then, like, so hideous. <laughs> yeah, like his appeal is Nicholas Angel. Yeah. yeah. Who can only take things seriously. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, he's most of the film, he's, again, he's that. He's stupid, big, dumb Drax. Yeah. Um, and then there's that moment where, like, he they, they find the children in the cage. And he can speak their language. And all of a sudden, he's, like, this genuine, caring, like, mm. like yeah. that. Yes. He switches into this kind of, like, completely different character. And the Guardian's, like... Oh look at you, Drax! You completed your character arc. Yeah. Like, well, whoa, I th- what? I yes. think enjoying this film, it kind of the film presumes upon you liking the characters. Mm. Like this is a big nice goodbye to them all. Yeah. And I think to really like this film, you have to like you have to have a relationship with the characters. Yeah. Which I don't, and no. you know, so it only it was only ever going to hit a certain level for me. But it's the best on that level. Yeah. You know? Like I liked it. I thought it was good. It's better than most of Marvel's recent outings. And it grew on me. I didn't get yeah. more sick of it as it went on. No. You know? It dragged and then it kicked back into gear. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. And at the end, I wasn't annoyed. No. Which for Marvel is achievement enough at this point. <laughs> no, and I didn't hate how it ended. No, I thought it was a decent like, ending. Yeah. 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 It did feel a bit rushed though. It did kind of feel like towards yeah. the end it's like oh we're kind of wrapping everything up now it's like really because yeah yeah 10 minutes yeah. ago i could have believed that this was like you were wrapping up this one but volume four will be out in a couple the of problem years. is now it's so unclear like when things are ending because yeah tony stark the big thing is like avengers endgame he's his story is done yeah he's gone now. same with captain america like same with captain america like, like they're done. done definitive endings yeah and now the guardians thing is guardians it's not even the the central franchise it's not an avengers film no it's a, a, a series within the series but now as far as i understand that's the end of them as well arguably spider-man's like, done as well like he's had his little they're talking about doing a fourth one i, think. I know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they've talked about yeah. it they've no, talked about doing loads no, of things is, no, tom holland no has, it's it's stopped because of the right to strike yeah but tom holland has now gone on record saying oh i'm done playing spider-man uh, no, is he giving up acting? No, no. So he's giving up acting for a year. Yeah. yeah. And his thing with Spider-Man that he said was that he's done with it if they can't find a way to top the fourth film. 
Uh, the third the film. Third film. The third I film. suspect they'll find a way, Eddie. Yes. Yeah, so that's I, the I, thing. Yeah, they will magically will. find yeah, the only yeah. circumstances under which he would have come back. Yes, and it's called an extra £20 million in the contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, um, like, because I know David Teaster has said, I'm, I'm done now, like yeah. with Drax. I can't see Quill, he could be done. No, but, but I don't see, know. See, yes, he could, but I don't think he... I, he's back on Earth, mm. and I'm sat there going, right, so you've got, like, Secret Wars coming. Yeah. They, they'll yeah. need a new Avenger but, but that's the thing. as other part of the thing. Other than like Guardians of the Galaxy, really, all of the Marvel stuff is happening on Earth. And that's yeah. Quill yeah. Is so, so he's now there. So yeah. I'm like, right, he'll, they'll be like, right, Quill, we need you. Mm. And then he'll show up. Yeah. That's the problem. I don't yeah. know when I'm supposed to care that it's ended. Because I don't know if it's ended. Yeah. yeah. It's never ending. I know. That's the beauty of it, Sam. It's a yeah. beautiful thing that it's not ending. Yeah. It's so beautiful. But it's ugly. No, it's just beautiful. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, better than DC. Well, we'll Let's see. see. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I am. I am looking forward to James Gunn's Superman. Yes. Because it, it's uh, just... we got to watch James Gunn's Blue Beetle first, or whoever's Blue uh, Beetle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I don't. It's the individual projects that Blue, like. Okay. So what was the thing that he said? Blue Beetle is the first character, but Superman is the first film. What? Yeah, already we're having to do this fucking arithmetic <gasps> to figure out what the fuck DC is going to be. Like if oh, what's that if mean? a square's a square, call it a square. Don't just like, what's that mean? Go around Beetle, everything. Blue Beetle is the first one in the new continuity. Flash is the last. Blue Beetle's the first film in the new continuity. The first chronolog, like in terms of be- a film oh, that's it's being the- released. Right. So it's like Superman's going to be the Captain America. Yeah. In the right. Yeah, that's chronologically it starts first. with the Superman oh, film. Oh, fucking hell. Just Blue Beetles coming out first. There's enough of a problem with... Do we know who's playing Superman? No, what do you think? The two... There was like a list of contenders for him and Lois Lane. Okay. And the two front runners was Rachel Brosnahan for Lois Lane, who I really like. Mm-hmm. Do you know Rachel Brosnahan? Not by name. She's Mrs. Maisel in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, right, okay. yeah. And she was in House of Cards. She played the hooker. That ends up getting like in. Oh, cool! Yeah. All right, yeah. And Nicholas Holt is front runner to play Superman. Oh, okay. From what I've heard, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Just it's, again, just him writing and directing, isn't it? Mm. Like yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's got. Yeah, he's got the whole. So I'm like, I'm up for that. Mm. To see what he does with Superman. Yeah, but, um, we'll see. Yeah, is that everything? Uh, Why not? Yeah, yeah. Sure. I was gonna say for me. Yeah. Okay. Have you enjoyed? I do you know. What? I've loved being back on. I've yeah. had a great yeah. time. It's been good. Yeah, a couple yeah. of glasses of wine, I can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, listeners? Have you enjoyed Eddie being back on the podcast? Yeah. He's, he's not coming back permanently. This is like... <laughs> this is it. Maybe. No, well, maybe. If it is the last one, we try, this yeah. is like the, a good place to... Yeah. Well, it won't be last forever. It'll, it'll be the last for the foreseeable future. Yes. It's not like we can get you in for a quick no. like, run off now. You, you'll be in Manchester. Yes. So, um, but who knows? Yeah. You'll come back down. Yeah. When you're down, we'll do one. You know, it's not goodbye forever. No. Nothing. It's not. <laughs> but I don't know. We were just complaining about the lack of resolution with Marvel characters. So we just say that this is the Eddie's last. Yeah. Eddie's been resolved. Your character arc is now complete. Eddie. Bye, Eddie. And that's as satisfying as they do it in Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. It's not goodbye. It's just... What should I say instead? Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, oh, it's not goodbye. It's... Uh, what's, is that a Peter Serafinowicz thing? Is it? Uh, in like his impressions video. It's not goodbye. It's... I don't know. I don't know what you're Good die. It's, it's something like that. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, I don't want that. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no, I know. Yeah, I remember. It's not goodbye. It's, it's great bye. <laughs> so we'll say that instead. Let's say it together, Joel. Okay. Like we did at the beginning. All right. It's, it's not, not goodbye. Good, hang on, what? It's not goodbye. It's great bye. You yeah. just told me what it was. Yeah, sorry. I, uh, go on. Ah, yeah, now. Eddie. Eddie. It's, it's not, not goodbye. goodbye. It's, it's great bye. Say bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>